I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do. Depending on the size of your base, we can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. From WRLFM and Capital Broadcasting Company, this is Wine and Dandy. Because wine is fun and we intend to prove it. I'm your host, Sarah King. I'm your host, Jamie Kasky. And today, my friend, I am teaching you about one of the loves of my life, and that is wine-based cocktails. I'm excited because you've been talking about this for a while. I have, and I used to work, let me give you a background real quick. I used to work at a cocktail club called the Clover Club in Brooklyn, New York. That's where I worked when I first moved to New York in 2008. Uh And it was the year that it opened, and Julie Reiner was my boss. And Julie Reiner, if anybody is into cocktails, knows that name because she is world famous. Oh, cool. At the time, I was just like, I just need a job because I need somewhere to lay my head and I have to pay bills. So, <laughs> You're so uh, practical, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, she, I have so many stories from there. Um, but basically, she is one of the head people in the cocktail movement because, I mean, I, over the past... 10, 15 years, cocktails have come back in a big way. That's not news to anybody. Yeah. I think my only uh, experience with this is Tom Tom from Vanderbilt Rules. So, <laughs> not probably the best judge. I don't even know what that is. Right. There's two people named Tom. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, so back before the cocktail movement, you could get a margarita, you could get a shaken martini, you could get highballs. Pina colada. Yeah, exactly. But if you asked for a Clover Club, which is a cocktail, one of my favorites in on the planet, it's so delicious. People would look at you like you were crazy. So what these cocktail, I call them cocktillions. They call them mixologists. I hate that word. Just like I hate the word foodie. Um, anyways, I didn't know that about I don't, you. I don't like that word. Did you make up cocktillions? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I did make that word I'm up. I'm going to use that. Thank you. Um, so if you, these, this, this group of people, Dave Wondrich is in there. Uh, Dave DeGroth is in there. Uh, Julie Reiner, um, I'm blanking on other people. Tom, no, whoever that is. <laughs> but they went back through like old cocktail books from the 1800s pre-prohibition, and oh. they found like using fresh ingredients instead of like the stuff you buy at the store. Yeah. And it makes a world of difference. If you like take anything from this co- this cocktail episode, juice your own fruit. Don't buy the stuff in the store. Don't yeah. buy lime juice. Don't buy and. Whatever you do, don't buy that disgusting sour mix. I would like to give Sarah a round of applause now because she juiced some fruit for this. I did. And I, they, I paid $1.25 for these lemons and they were the size of apples. Oh, wow. And so I only bought three and I was like, they better be juicy. And they were. They gave me like a cup. Oh, of, yeah, that's a lot. From three lemons. It was shocking. Where were you shopping, Sarah? At the Fresh Market. Very nice. It was right next to the ABC store, which mm-hmm. I never go to. It's always exciting when I walk in there. I feel like I'm doing something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Is this legal? I know. hundred percent. I'm always like, I I feel like this is the, I'm in a bad spot, (laughs) but it's so silly. Jamie, what do you know about wine-based cocktails? Uh, Not a lot. Really? I I only, the only thing I've mixed with wine is uh, I make wine spritzers so that I'm not drinking as much alcohol. That's a cocktail. Um, Okay, that's it. That's all you got, girl. I don't think so. What about brunch? Oh, sure. Mimosas. Exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, Bloody Marys. Yeah, those okay. are all wine. But that's not a wine-based cocktail, but that's just a cocktail. Oh, yeah, you're right. That would be gross. Right. Yes. Indeed. Um, but I will start with brunch because what I'm going to make you first mm-hmm. is my favorite brunch cocktail of all time. 
Are you doing tricks with this? Like, will you be throwing the shaker and stuff? Uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm Let's not that pretend. Kind. People can't see us. <laughs> yes, I will. So, by the way, before we dive into the to my first cocktail, I want to say we there are a plethora of wine cocktails out there, and we will do more on this yes. further along the line. But I just picked two that shared similar ingredients, and we'll get to those in just a few minutes because we got to pay some respects to our sponsors and our other podcasters in the CBC family. Okay, so the name of this cocktail is super bougie, and I love it. It's called the French 75. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, that's the name of the cocktail. Oh, what's the 75? Is this like Heinz 57? They tried 56 times and got it right on the 57? Well, the funny thing about cocktail history, a lot of it, as you can imagine, because it's cocktails, is a little muddled. Sure. Um, oh, I see what no you pun did. intended. I see what, you did. what I do know in my very quick research, I did not dive too super deep, but it was written by Dave Wondrich, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, take that out. I'm not sure. The French 75 has a pretty clear lineage. It started in 1915. Mm-hmm. It was invented by a barman named Harry McColoney or something like that. I can't pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. He worked at the very famous New York bar in Paris. Oh, okay. And this can be made with both gin and cognac. I love the cognac version. Uh-huh. It is so good. But I brought okay. gin today because it was only $11 for the bottle. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, look, I got really excited. I had a bad experience with gin in college, but I believe I'll be able to overcome. Most people have. Sure, sure. sure. And if you've had a bad Run in with gin. You never want to touch it again. But I'm here to tell you, gin is your friend in the cocktail world. This gin is blue, too. This is this is Bombay Sapphire. Oh, I've heard of this. And it's a London dry gin. And London Ooh. dries tend to not have as many herbs. Oh, so and not they, as piney. Yes. And they also, some of them can be pretty darn strong. So what you start with, I have my jigger. And a French 75 calls for two ounces of London dry gin. Very nice. So I'm going to take my shaker and I'm going to pour... Two ounces of this London dry gin. You want to get it all the way to the top. I bent over to watch her. This is fascinating. I haven't I haven't made cocktails in a long time. Um, the next up, you have three quarter of an ounce of lemon juice, which I juiced with my bare hands, making it extra special, made with love. That's right. So this is three quarter of an ounce of lemon juice. I also made simple syrup. And the funny thing is there are recipes for simple syrup because did you know, Jamie Caskey, that you can dilute, you can fully dilute five cups of sugar into one cup of water? I have read that actually about when making simple sugar. I haven't done it though. Yeah, this so I didn't do that. And I, so there are <laughs> recipes because it, it depends on how sweet you want your simple syrup. Oh, okay. I did not get that technical with this. Okay. I just poured some You're sugar like, Here's a bunch of sugar and some in a water. pan. Two, three quarter, three quarter. Um, so three. Two ounces London dry gin, two uh, quarter, three quarter ounce lemon, three quarter ounce simple syrup. Okay, and then you shake it up. So you put a, you want to put a lot of ice. My contribution to this was ice from home. Sarah yeah. did all the work. I did. I Tupperwareed up some ice. So we're gonna put a lid on it. Oh, she is doing tricks, y'all. I'm dancing to the beat she is making. And you want to shake it until your hands are freezing. That's oh. really how you know it's done. Okay. Then you take your nifty, dif- nifty, nifty, nifty huh, Hawthorne's uh, <laughs> strainer, and you're going to pour it into ideally a flute. I don't have a flute, so I'm just going to pour it into this. And then you top it off with sparkling wine. wine. Okay. What are we drinking today, Sarah? Well, thanks to Seaboard Wine Warehouse, Jimmy Caskey. <laughs> they gave us one of our perennial favorites and one that made your eyes light up the second you saw me pull it out of my bag. <laughs> and that would be Dibon Cava. Yay! 
<laughs> I love Divine Kava. It is the biggest bang for your buck. And in the in the wine industry, they say it drinks like something way more expensive. Yes. And it's very affordable. Yeah, it's only ten ninety nine. So Did y'all hear that pop of the cork? French national anthem. Ha! <laughs> so you fill up whatever container you have to the, you know, fill it up with the rest of the way with champagne or sparkling wine, in our case, okay. cava. And you garnish, and garnish is very important. The garnish is a lemon twist. And I use a vegetable peeler uh-huh. on my on a lemon, and I just peel it like I would a potato and uh-huh. just work very, be very careful not to get any of the pith. Okay. And whenever you... Spritz it. You want to take the the shiny side, uh-huh. aim it towards your drink, and just spritz it. Oh, so you get a little bit of lemon, and, and then you do this. Oh, and then she, yes, she. I rim the glass with the outside of the lemon, not the inside. The shiny it part drives yes. me crazy when I go to a bar and see them do it on the inside. I'm like, that you did nothing. Yeah, and then you drop it in, and boom, <gasps> a French seventy five, the best brunch Beautiful. cocktail of all time. Okay, I'm going to taste and make sure it's okay. Okay, I appreciate that. It's quality control by Sarah. Oh, yes, can't wait. It's heaven. I sniffed it because that's what we do. <laughs> you I, you can sniff a cocktail, yeah. It's very it's very citrus forward. Ooh, that is awesome. It's delightful. Please, while I maybe have another sip, go over the measurements and ingredients again. Sarah? Last time, it's a called a French seventy five, and again, you can trade out equal portions the gin for cognac. So if you have cognac, excuse me, cognac, um, so it's two ounces London dried gin, three quarter ounce lemon, three quarter ounce simple syrup, and two ounces. Depending on your glass, I just fill the rest of my glass up with sparkling wine, mm-hmm. ideally champagne, and you don't want to use uh, Tanqueray. You don't want to use uh, Hendrix because those types of gin have way too many herbs. You want a very clean, dry gin. London Dry, Bombay Sapphire, Bombay is fine. Uh, Gordon's is fine. Um, Plymouth is fine. Those types of gins. I've seen Gordon's. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gordon's is it, Gordon's is a good gin. It's an off. It's oftentimes in. <laughs> Bars, wells, and people sniff, like, put their nose up at things that are in people's wells, and you shouldn't because if they're a good bar, they'll have decent stuff in their well. In just a second, we're going to go over the wine-based cocktail number dose. All right. Next up, we have another one of my favorites, and this is on the brown liquor part of the spectrum for you brown liquor fans. Uh, This one is called a New York Sour. Oh, okay. And it dates back to 1870. Um, It was rumored... Again, a little muddled. Mm-hmm. Um, that it came from Chicago, oddly enough, called a New York Sour. Yeah. <laughs> and the bartender who invented the New York Sour claims to have also invented the Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. In Chicago. Which I don't care for. Oh, Manhattan. my one of my favorites. Really? Okay. I'll make you a good one. You'll okay. like it. Right. And its original name was called the Continental Sour. Okay. So essentially, it's just a whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little bit of wine on the top. Which I have had a whiskey sour before. Right. Yeah, I do like If stuff. you ever ask for a European style, they'll mm-hmm. put egg white in it, and it's oh, so good. You know how I feel about eggs, though. Would I still like it? Yeah, you don't taste the eggs. Okay. And it helps with your hangover. Okay. <clears throat> so to make a New York sour, all you do is... Well, your first ingredient, I, she walked in with this, and I was like, oh, my husband's going to wish he was here. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, bullet. I chose bullet bourbon. You yeah. can use rye. Um, and if you want my humble opinion, I only bought this again because it came in a smaller bottle. Oh, okay. It was like $11. Yeah. I would have rather have used um, Buffalo Trace. Is a delicious, yeah, he loves Buffalo yeah, Trace. Yeah, Buffalo Trace yeah. is a great bourbon. And rye, bullet rye, I think, is better than bullet bourbon. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. So it's two ounces of bullet bourbon or rye. Is there a preference between just the regular bourbon or the rye? What's the taste rye, difference for people? Bourbon, bourbon is made with more corn, mm-hmm. so it's sweeter. Okay. Rye is made with more rye. And so it's going to be a little more 
I don't know, earthy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of lemon. Freshly squeezed. Don't forget, guys. It's really hard to pour without having pour spouts. (laughs) It's also hard to pour in a studio where we're not supposed to have liquids. Will doesn't walk by. He'll have my head. He's our engineer. I'll just give him some of this whiskey sour. He'll be fine. One ounce of simple. That's one ounce of simple syrup. Yeah, one ounce of simple syrup. And I like to close the simple because that's a mess if it spills. Yeah, sticky forever. It's Hello, the ants. Worst. All right, and so it's basically almost the same exact recipe as the French seventy-five, except with bullet ex- bourbon. Except, except with bur- bullet and like a little less lemon and a little less simple. Okay. And again, shake with a lot of ice. Okay. Ideally, I would have rinsed that out, but we don't have the That's we don't cool. have a sink. <laughs> Doing it again. She's got rhythm in her soul. You can tell. I bartended. <laughs> Thank you, though. Sure. Okay, so now you pour this over fresh ice. Mm-hmm. Never use the same ice that you uh, shook in. That's a no-no. And it's nice to put this in a pretty glass. Of which we do not have. Right. Again, we're just in a doll glass. <laughs> so here's the wine part. It's called a snap. Okay. And the original recipe called for a claret snap. Oh. And what we're going to do is you, you take the top of a spoon and you lay it on the edge, the top edge of your of where the, water, the, the drink comes up. So, so the spoon is upside down, everybody. Yes, upside down. What do you, what do you call that? The, what? I would call that the spoon's belly, the back of the yeah, spoon. Yeah, but what would you call that? I would call that the liquid line. The liquid line. There you go. So you want to do that, and then you slowly pour wine on the top of the overturned spoon. And what are you using for your wine? Amarone. Which is a red Italian wine, crisp and a little bit dry. Oh, it's so pretty. It's blooming in the cocktail. This is beautiful. About how much would you say you used? About two tablespoons? I just do it enough to make a like a quarter inch to half inch demarcation line of the red oh, wine. So what it happens pretty. is it layers it. <gasps> oh, it is it is quite lovely, everyone. Yeah, it's a really pretty drink. So you don't stir it? No, it's, you serve it like this. Okay. And then you drink it like this. Uh-huh. I'm going to let you have this first sip. Thank you. I think my simple syrup is pretty weak. because I, I get so nervous when we pass the glass over the actual Oh, my God, it's so board. scary. <laughs> Everybody, hold on. It's this like, is a two-hands event. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, I can smell the bourbon. Whoa! That is a strong cocktail. Well, I think my simple lie. is pretty is not as sweet as I need it to be because it I, the French seventy five should have been a little bit sweeter. Do you mm. like it? Is it really? Uh, I like the uh, French seventy five better, but this oh, it's so cold, my hands hurting. It's uh, it's just stunning and tasty. You know what I was wondering? I wonder if like a little would a sprig of rosemary and that be too much? Mm, it wouldn't be the same drink. Yeah, it would be different. Oh, I think it's good. It needs more sugar. It? Yeah. Just my simple bit. my simple syrup was, is a little weak, mm-hmm. um, but it's very it's what I like about it is like when you drink it you get the um, whiskey sour part where there's citrus and bourbon, but yeah. then the claret snap adds like tannin. Yeah, so it dries little, out your mouth. It's a, it's a really good drink, and like I said, when there's more sugar in it, it's dangerous. I can make very dangerous cocktails. So I grabbed the first drink. Now we each have a cocktail at work. What I what I want to do is add a little more simple. Sanctioned by the company. <laughs> yeah, they paid for the bourbon and the, the gin. Give me that. Oh, geez. Well, that's going to be real sweet. Sorry. So but she added a little more simple syrup to both of our beverages. Because it needs it. And then try now try yours again and see. 
Yeah, much better. Okay. That's how it's supposed to taste. Okay, so we didn't stir again because you don't want to mess up that beautiful color. And honestly, with the particular kind of ice that Sarah's using, and now it looks like there's little flowers in there with oh, red Oh, yeah, that's inside. true. It looks like lychees. Beautiful. This is what when you have cocktails with girls. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. It looks like a flower. Do you like it better? I do like it yeah, better. Yeah, it needed more sugar. That's delicious. I know. It's dangerous. So those are the two wine-based cocktails I wanted to start with. Okay. And as Sarah mentioned, we have a ton. So we will do more wine-based cocktail um, episodes. We will call this one uh, Wine-Based Cocktails Episode 1. And we're going to track it just that simply. But you will be able to, should you choose at some point, to listen to a bunch of them in a row. And the reason we did cocktails, and we didn't even mention this, the reason we came up with this episode is because the Oscars. Like right. a French 75 while watching the Oscars. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's got the bubbly. It's, it's got, tasty. yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's elegant if you drink mm. it in a flute. Yeah. I feel like the one that you made, though, the bourbon based cocktail would be an excellent brunch. Oh, cocktail. yeah. Because there's citrus involved. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. So, Sarah, we always talk about pairings. What would you pair with both of these cocktails? I am of the elk. And I will say Julie Reiner, my old boss, is of the same elk. And I don't think she's admitted that to many people. So I hope I hope she's okay with me saying to everybody now. Um, <laughs> Endorsed by, but not really. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like to eat food with, I don't pair cocktails with liquor. I don't, well, don't think that like they go. Live on the dangerous side. Well, I mean, I like to have a cocktail before dinner. Uh-huh. I like to have a cocktail after dinner, but mm-hmm. I don't drink cocktails while I eat. I just don't think they go well. I think wine goes yeah. really well with food, designed but cocktails food. Yeah. is, they're just, they're designed to be drank alone. So if you were serving um, little snacks though, so typically at the cocktail hour and if you're in a cocktail right. bar, you'll see, what would you um, recommend? Hmm. Normally, you see like oyster crackers or peanuts or pretzels. I guess I would. I guess I. I would. I don't. Honestly, I can't think of anything. I do not like food with liquor at all. Okay. I, I make it ruins a cocktail for me when I eat with it. Well, I can imagine because there are so many flavors in both of these, uh, mixing so beautifully. Right. That anything else would it would sort of be like if someone poos in the pool. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Maybe I can think of a better analogy. <laughs> no, that was perfect. Um, <laughs> but I will say with the French 75 in particular, because bourbon in particular, I don't think goes well. I mean, maybe you could have like a bread pudding, bourbon bread pudding, but this is citrus in it, so I still don't think that would be well. Yeah, work well. bourbon bread pudding is quite the undertaking, so I wouldn't serve that with anything. Well, but what I was going to say is because I do truly consider a French mm-hmm. 75 a brunch cocktail, you know, an omelet would be fine with that yeah, because it's... Fruit would be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I would rather have them and then have my water with my meal and then mm-hmm. coffee and then go back to cocktails. Right. So what is a good post of the two of these, a post-dinner cocktail which one of these would you pick? Oh, uh, I would definitely have the French 75 first and the bourbon second. Very good. The, the New York Sour. Okay. So, like I said, we're going to post these recipes. I'm just going to take a picture of my notes because I don't feel like typing anything. Sure. And girl. <laughs> had She's two had cocktails. a girl. cocktails now. So. And we did the Amarone episode, so yeah. we're feeling pretty good. Um, so, yeah, that's that's – if you have any questions about cocktails, please – Put it on our Facebook page, Wine and Danny Podcast. Put it on our Instagram, Wine and Danny Podcast. You can find us on um, iTunes, mm-hmm. which is a great place to leave a review. Five stars if you think we yes, deserve it. we'll take any, but we'd really like five. Yeah, um, but you can leave messages there as well and reviews, and that helps mm-hmm. people, people find us. And I would love to answer any cocktail questions you have. I know way too much about liquor. I don't even drink liquor that often. Yeah, but, but you, having worked in that industry yeah. for so long. What's yeah. funny is when I moved up there, mm-hmm. to I when I moved to New York, I had this plan to become a raw vegan. Oh, 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> I was like, I was not going to drink anymore. I was just going to become a super hippie yeah. and go to New York and like live my, you know. Live your best life. Live my now. best life on St. Mark's. <laughs> and instead, I got a job at a world famous cocktail bar that was like on the literal brink of the boom. That's what's so funny to me is you had no intention and you landed in the best place. Yeah. Divine intervention. I love it. Yeah. People people were like, you worked for Julie Reiner? I'm like, yeah. I, she's one of my, I love Julie and Sue. Sue's her, her wife. Uh-huh. Oh, the best people on the planet. So anyway, that's that. This is delicious. And again, it's, to any uh, award show, but especially for the Academy Awards. Oh, yes. People will be so impressed if you serve this for your oh, party. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, so n- until next time, thanks for joining Wine and Dandy. Drink responsibly. Duh. And, uh, <laughs> and tell your friends. We would love to have your friends join us, and we can all be friends. Cheers. Cheers. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do. Depending on the size of your base, we can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that kind of stuff please stop by our showroom 3030 wake forest road that's the designery at thedesignery.com save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.